Hey, Sister Franz, I have a question for you today, and it's kind of a crazy question. But have you ever wondered why in the Garden of Eden, God said to Adam, it's not good for you to be alone? Or why it was that Jesus gathered a group of 12, he had his disciples that were with him, and he asked them to stick with him and pray when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Or later on in the New Testament, when Paul's has his group of boys and he's saying hey please send Timothy or please send so and so to me or why during COVID-19 and the lockdown during the, that pandemic time we felt so isolated and alone and cut off well I think it's because of community the word that we're going to be looking at today is community when COVID hit and we shut everything down we were automatically worldwide we were taken out of our communities and we were put into our own private four walls and that led to a tremendous number of mental health issues and other things so today we're going to look at the importance of community and how it is that you can foster a community and how that goes hand in hand with the loneliness and satisfaction joy and contentment so I will just tell you that if you are struggling with this, you want to stick around after the intro and come on board so that you can be a part of the conversation. And I'd also like to invite you to, if you're not part of the continuing conversation, to come over to our Facebook community, Productivity and Proverbs 31 community, and join us. Come be a part. Come contribute to the conversation and ask questions. And let us be a part of your life as you interface and become a part of ours. Grab your pen and a beverage, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher, and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee, and let's get started. Well, I wish I could cue the lyrics right now to Cheers. You know, everybody knows your name. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you know. Bad singing. Maybe they won't get me for copyright. But I love the lyrics of that song. They, I think they hit it out of the park because it just, you know, it's just a little simple thing. It's making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? The next verse is in the chorus. Sometimes you want to go boom, 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 where everybody knows your name, boom, 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 and they're always glad you came, because you just want to be where you can see, our troubles are all the same, you ought to be where everybody knows your name, now, you're welcome, you'll be singing that earworm for the rest of the day, but I do believe it is so important that we be a part of community, like I said at the outset, I do believe it's modeled all through scripture for us, but community is so important to 
to be the best versions of who we are, to be able to feel fulfilled, to not be alone. And you can be in big groups and still be lonely. Let's make no mistake about that. But I think that there's just so many benefits from being in community that that's where we want to be. That's what we want to do. And I think there are several times in our lifetimes when we most especially need community. The first would be when we are taking the leap and leaving our parents' house. So that first step, if you think back to when you are making it on your own for the first time, that's pretty scary. And you need community. And that's where we either make friends and we pursue interests and we succeed or we fail miserably. I think another time is when the different stages of our lives that when we're when we move from that moving from our initial family unit to the college unit or to making it as a single adult to then living on our own that's another time where you're single you have need of other folks to come alongside you if you're a new couple together how do you transition from being individuals with individual friends to being a married couple or to being a thriving couple together where will you make those friends where will that community come from then we add on if we do things in the biblical order (laughs) then we add on having the joy of children and becoming new parents and how that then isolates us again because now we're lonely and exhausted and overwhelmed and all of our friends who are single don't quite understand the the struggles that we're going through and as those kids grow and you're a parent now of a busy teenager or a busy preteen you have no time for yourself and you're running on their schedules that's time when you need some community How about if you finally decided to step out and become an entrepreneur or you're a new business owner? That is a lonely, hard, tough road. And if you are with me, can I get an amen, sister? You know what I'm talking about. That can be a super lonely road. And that's when the benefits of having others, mentors, or other folks who are along your journey, a little ahead of you that can pull you through, is just invaluable. So the benefits of community are all, all encompassing they just they enrich our lives they help us to become better people it helps us to fight off that feeling of isolation it helps us practice and play out our purpose it helps us find our purpose community is where we can serve and we can help others where we can be helped when it's our turn to have a need it's where we can pray for one another and lift one another up it's where we can give practical advice or some help and assistance in areas so community is just a beautiful beautiful thing But the question I hear a lot, or the thing that I see, is, but how do I get into a community? I don't have a community. I don't feel connected. I feel disconjointed. Since COVID, I really don't even want to leave the house. I'm afraid to get out. I don't really love doing Zoom, so how do I make a community? So I'm going to give you a couple of quick tips that I have been so inspired by women much younger than myself and women older than myself who are actively and actually practicing these ways of being in community and I just got so excited that I felt that I needed to share it with you and why do we have shows like Friends and Cheers and the theme songs you know we want to be a part where everybody knows our names because we need community so the very first way and this is going to be a little counterintuitive whether you're a single in a very tiny little apartment or a starter home what if you host your own event and you're like well I don't have anybody to invite sure you do if you're going to a church if you're going to a bar if you're going to a Wherever you're interfacing, if you're at a gym, what if you just started inviting some folks? 
to come over to your house for pizza, for game night, for a movie, for just a fun night out. We have a gal in a group that I'm a part of that I'm so impressed with. She's new to our, she's new to Lexington and new to our Bible study, and she doesn't even go to our church. But she came to Bible study because she was seeking ways to plug into the community and being actively involved. So I'm going to encourage you to do that. The first one would be to look for and actively seek ways to be involved in things that interest you in your community right where you are. Number two is to host an event. Just invite some people over. The theme or your common denominator can be pizza. It can be a salad. It can be Zumba. It can be whatever you want. I have another friend who's doing this very well. She decided just to host a bunco group. She does nothing for fun. She works 60 hours a week. She's run ragged. She's always tired and she just wanted some fun. So she had never played bunco and just started inviting women. So she, when she was walking around her neighborhood, she stopped and said, hey, have you ever played bunco? Me either. Would you like to come over to my house Friday night? It started organically that way and it has exploded. They have the best time. So they have about 25 women and I think she has a wait list of 10 or 15 of people who can sub for those folks who can't show up on a regular basis. So just decide that you're going to do it. That you're going to step out and you're going to be the one that initiates the group. My third thing would be, of course, to just join a group. So find a Bible study in your area. Go online to meet up if you've never done that. Meet up is a great way to find different groups and you can plug into those places that have where folks are going to have a similar interest to yourself. For example, I found a photography group that is just amazing. It's incredible. It's a free group. We meet once a month. There's no obligation. There's no dues. But I learn so much. And I become a much better photographer by being humble and willing to admit I do not know what some of these other people did and that was intimidating I really didn't even want to go the first time because I was intimidated that I wasn't good enough okay that requires a little mindset shift you just have to put that away so what if you go to the meeting and it's not a fit you don't go back are you gonna die no did it kill you no but what if what if you go and you discover that it's a fabulous warm welcoming group and they actually want to help you to become a better photographer it's not competitive it's collaborative you may find that there's lots of groups like that in your area you do have to reach out though you have to decide to go you have to be humble to admit that you might would need help I found a great group of folks with Weight Watchers so it just depends on what your desire is, what your interest is. If you are a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, I highly want to encourage you to get yourself into spaces that have networking opportunities so that you can trade off, that you can be in a high five group, a mastermind group, that you can give yourself and your expertise to others and gain from them, glean from them their expertise. I had a happy accident last week. Uh, fell into a fabulous group of incredibly strong, amazing women. And it was all because I was trying to help a client. I had a client of mine who lived in a different area. And so I was seeking out help for her in her area. In doing so, a profile popped up. I went down that little rabbit trail and found out that actually that profile image and all was part of a networking group that happened online. They just happened to be meeting that day. So I jumped in and joined the event and have been so blessed and encouraged by so many of those women. So let me encourage you, if you have a business as either a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, that you network together. All right. And then number four, what if you 
begin a new hobby? What's that thing that you've always wanted to learn to do? Sing? Obviously, I could use some lessons because, you know, everybody knows your name. <laughs> I can definitely use voice lessons. But to sew, to learn to knit, to crochet, to tack, to quilt, to play the guitar, to play the flute, to play the bagpipe. I don't know what hobby would you like to start? Or what hobby did you used to really enjoy, but you haven't done in a while? And if you say, oh, well, I like to read. Yep, that's a solo activity. But let's make it a group activity by going to your local library and joining a reading group. How about that? Or you can become a reviewer. So you could go online. There's lots of publishing houses that have folks read books and then write reviews. So how about if you do that? So that's those are some good things. And then number five, what about if you volunteer for a project that you're passionate about? Maybe it's the foster care area. Maybe it's adopting kids. Maybe it's an animal shelter. Maybe it's Habitat for Humanity. I don't know what you're interested in, but what if you think about becoming a volunteer? And in doing that, particularly if it's a place you can take your littles as well, then you're modeling and demonstrating and you're being a great role model of a volunteer service. So you can volunteer, you can teach your kids some good character qualities as well, but you're going to have adult conversation. And then six, what about a part-time job or beginning that side hustle that you've always wanted to do, that MLM, that great idea that you're nurturing, that solopreneur job that you have. Maybe it's that you want to go back to school. So what could you do in that arena? And then number seven, what about an accountability group? Now we all need accountability. An accountability group, that would be like the mastermind I just mentioned if you have a business or if you are doing something that involves losing weight or a checklist. I love a program or an app that has a daily checker for me. Why? Because I'm more likely to do it. Even if it's Pokemon, it tells you how many days in a row you've done it. And I'm a firstborn perfectionist, so I'm a recovering perfectionist. But I'm a firstborn, and I like to see those check marks. I like to cross off things on my to-do list. So if a program or an app has a daily reminder that I need to do this, then I'm all in. My, my daily reading the Bible every day for a year, boom, check, done. Um, Pokemon, like I said, uh, Weight Watchers, Duolingo if, with my learning Spanish. I'm happy to announce that I'm more than two years in because they've got your daily streak freeze and you have to continue to go on. But whether it's by happy accident that you find a group, whether it's by intentional pursuit that you find a group, or whether it's by trial and error that you find your group, I want to encourage you as my little call to action for you today that you absolutely do that. That in this next week, after you hear this, whenever it is in the next week, that you become very intentional about your community, being a member of your community, being part of your community. And then once you are a part of your community, once you actually pursue that, then what I want you to do is to be a good member. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you're part of a community, then you need to participate. You need to give and not just take. You need to post in the comments. Encourage those people who are putting forth the content. Speak up. Get, speak your mind. Ask the questions. Don't be afraid to be viewed as dumb because there are no dumb questions. Don't be a lurker. Be involved. Be active. You get out of the group what you put into it. 
teach and model making friends, and this also to your children, will teach and model inclusiveness. You're meeting people that are different from yourself, that maybe run in different circles, that are different ethnicity, that are different beliefs and heights and colors and sizes and shapes, and they do things differently, and they do or they do not celebrate the same holidays. That's the beauty of community. Sometimes it's all of our similarities that bring us together and we can enjoy running with like-minded people. In other instances, our community is a little broader and it's a group of people that challenge what we think, that encourage us to look critically at what we believe and then accept or discard. All the while loving people. We don't throw away people. We might not exactly agree with their ideology, but we always love people because that's what good humans do, right? We love each other. And that's not something I believe you can do all by yourself. I do think we need a supernatural feeling for that on some days. But my call to action for you today is I would love for you to be a part of our community. The Facebook community is Productivity in Proverbs 31 community. I'm at Kathy Lanham over at Instagram. If our community is just of two, will you send me a DM? I would love to be able to encourage you, pray for you, and help you out in this arena if that is something you would desire. And you know what? As you go out and be a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. So go and be the best part of your community that you can absolutely be. Until next time, take care. This is Kathy. Real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So, until next time, you'll be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.